Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Gen Z Girl podcast. My name is Abby Aslan and I am the host and I am so happy you're here and listening today. It is currently 10 o'clock at night on a Friday and I was planning on recording this in the morning and I just didn't really feel the energy and I kind of just fell asleep for about an hour and now I have more energy. So I feel ready to record it now that it's at night and I've just been putting off recording this episode because I wanted to wait until not necessarily that it felt right, but until I could like get all of my thoughts collected and together into a plan and when I was in the right mindset to film it, just because this is going to be like a very deep and touchy episode with things that I haven't really shared too much of before on my YouTube channel or on my podcast. So I think you guys will really enjoy it because I think it will kind of help me open up and let you guys see like a lot of where I come from and um, just kind of, I don't know, how my health and fitness journey has really developed over the years and where I am today and where I started. And this is a very highly requested episode, so I hope you guys enjoy it. I have been loving all of the positive feedback and reviews that you guys have been giving me. I really enjoy reading them, and I genuinely appreciate every single one of you that listen to this episode. I know that listening to podcasts um, is really just a great way to you know get close to people that you either watch online or just learn more about uh, topics you're interested in, and I'm really happy that I can provide that for you guys. So I'm going to go ahead and start off with the quotes. I found like so many quotes that were so good for this episode, and I'm only going to give you guys two right now, um, just because I found two that were the most relevant. So the first one is, each day you must choose between the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. This quote really hits home for me because I feel like each day, you know, you personally have the choice to decide if you're going to be disciplined and you're going to work towards your goals, whether that is going to the gym and eating healthy or if it's you know doing something else and working on some other kind of project you can choose to feel the pain of that discipline and then consequently feel that reward of following through later on or you can choose the pain of regrets and never really have that reward at the end because all you're going to be doing is regretting that you didn't choose um, the pain of discipline you know like you can choose to be disciplined or you can choose to not do something and regret it and it's always going to turn out better if you choose the pain of discipline over the pain of regret and I've never heard that quote before and I really really liked it and then the second one I have for you guys is the secret of change is to focus all your energy not on fighting the old but on building the new and this is so so beautiful to me you guys and for a number of reasons because I don't really ever think that fitness journeys and health journeys aren't they don't usually they aren't the most sustainable I guess you would say if you are so concentrated on fighting you know your old body and like the way you used to look or your old diets and the way you used to feel I feel like change is a lot more amplified and the magnitude of change can be a lot larger if you're focused on building a new life for yourself and building you know a new strong 
and healthy body and building a new strong and healthy diet as opposed to being so concentrated on something from the past. I think that a lot more comes out of being focused on building the new rather than fighting the old. So I really, really liked that quote. That can be applied in so many different ways. But that's kind of how I thought of it and interpreted it for this week's episode. So I really hope you guys like those quotes. And I am working really hard to kind of just like design all of my own um, templates and everything for the Instagram and write out my quotes so everything like works cohesively on my feed. It takes a lot of time and creative energy. So I'm doing my best, but Hopefully you guys will like those changes that I'm trying to make. Um, Now that I have an iPad, I have a lot more creative freedom. And it's really great, but at the same time, it's a huge time suck for me because I end up spending so much time on my iPad trying to design things when I should be doing schoolwork or editing videos or something. But it's okay because I'm really, really enjoying it despite all of the consequences of losing the time. So now going into my goal for the week. Honestly, you guys, uh, two days ago, or no, it was... Was it yesterday? It was yesterday afternoon. I bit the bullets and spent the $250 to take the GMAT. If you don't know what the GMAT is, it's kind of like just a grad school admissions test. And I'm honestly not 100% sold on going to grad school. The one thing that's keeping me from going for sure is not knowing if I'm going to have any kind of um, scholarship or financial aid for it. I don't really see myself going if I don't get any kind of scholarship or graduate assistantship just because I don't think it's worth the full $20,000 for the specific position that I am in. Um, But I think that if I can get a graduate assistantship and have half of it paid for and I pay for the rest of it out of pocket, I do think it would be worth it. So I'm just taking the GMAT in hopes that I can get a graduate assistantship. So hopefully this isn't a waste of my time and money. But I scheduled it for pretty much a little bit less than a month from now. I think it's on December 13th during my finals week. I only have one final and I scheduled it um, on Thursday of finals week, the day after I take my only final. And I'm like, I don't know. I just, it's hard for me to get myself to study for it when I have other tests and stuff going on. But I know that I have time. I can make time, I guess I should say, um, to study just two to three hours a week. So my goal for this week is to study for at least two to three hours, and that's just for me getting started. Um, I just really, really want to do well so that I can put myself in a better position to get more financial aid and financial award, scholarship money, whatever you want to call it. Um, So hopefully that will happen, and hopefully I can stay very disciplined, and I'm going to apply that quote, each day you must choose between the pain of discipline or the pain of regret, to my everyday life when it comes to studying for the GMAT. And I definitely am going to be using that quote for my life for the next month. Um, Now for my gratitude. So this is very on point with this week's episode. And that's kind of the reason why I chose to do this episode this week. I spent about an hour and a half planning out this episode, just making sure I had everything down that I wanted to say. But this past week, if you guys um, watch my videos on YouTube, you would know that my last week in my life that I posted, it was a really long video. Towards the end of the video, I mentioned... Um, that I was finally able to work out again. So I worked out for the first time on Sunday of this week, and then I worked out on Monday, no, Sunday, Tuesday, and um, I guess yesterday. So Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday of this week, which going three times for the first time back in a month is so good for me, and I still plan on going um, maybe not tomorrow, I guess, but maybe Sunday. So I'm really proud of myself for going three times this week after being gone for a month. I've been super sore, but my gratitude is that I'm able to work out again and be back in the gym and able to, you know, relieve all that mental and emotional stress that I tend to build up when I'm not able to go to the gym. 
and continue just working on myself and my goals for myself and just building a strong body that I'm, you know, that I feel so good and comfortable in. I love the feeling of being strong and I love the feeling of challenging my body in the gym and it's just genuinely such a great stress reliever and not having that for a month was really defeating mentally and physically for me. So I'm just really grateful that, you know, the effects of mono weren't really um, as long-term as as it is for a lot of other people for me because I feel a lot better now and um, I'm just so thankful that I was able to go back to the gym this week. So before we get started in the episode, I just want to give a little bit of a, um, I don't know, I don't want to call it a trigger warning because I don't have anything in my plan that I don't think would be triggering, but I know that a lot of times you have to just be really careful about what you say and the way you say it. So if I happen to say anything that's potentially triggering to anyone with an eating disorder or, uh, you know, just the way they see themselves or anything of that sense, um, it's truly not my intention and I'm really sorry. So I am just going to go ahead and give that trigger warning to you guys um, just because I would feel wrong if I didn't do that for a video all about my fitness journey and all of that stuff, even though I personally have never had an eating disorder myself or anything. I just don't want anything to be taken that way um, or it to be triggering for anyone who's listening to this episode. So I guess we can go ahead and get into kind of like my background and where everything began. Um, This is something I just don't talk about a lot, not really for any specific reason, but just because it's in the past. Um, I grew up extremely, I guess, fit and athletic. My dad has always been really into surfing and paddleboarding. My brother as well. And my brother played a lot of sports growing up. And then um, I was just really into gymnastics. And that's what I did competitively for about four years. Um, And I quit in the seventh grade. And then I picked up volleyball and soccer and did that all throughout junior year of high school. But I just did volleyball throughout junior year of high school. I guess I should say that. And as a kid, um, I've like always had a sweet tooth and I never really ate that great. I remember eating like little Debbie's all the time and like bagel bites and soda, all that kind of stuff. I pretty much lived off of like mac and cheese and um, really just like buttered noodles, uh, occasional vegetables and fruit and bread. Like I really did not eat well at all, but I've always been a really picky eater and my mom's also a really picky eater. So I kind of inherited that from her. Um, I cut out soda for my New Year's resolution in seventh grade, which is super random. I just kind of like wanted to challenge myself to do it and I did it and now I never drink soda unless it's like a mixer for an alcoholic drink or something. But um, I remember specifically my brother had my mom stop buying junk food when I was in like eighth or ninth grade um, because he was trying to, you know, get like super in shape and everything for soccer and from that like time on when I was in eighth and ninth grade my mom like never bought any of the same groceries again which I'm actually really thankful for looking back um but yeah I've pretty much always been really picky I don't really like pizza um I've never eaten a full hamburger in my life Uh, I don't like hot dogs I'm not a huge cheese person and I do really like most fruits and vegetables but it took a while for me to develop taste buds for a lot of vegetables And I don't know, I just am a picky eater and there's not much more explaining to do than the fact that like I'm just picky. Um, But anyways, when I quit gymnastics, I lost a lot of muscle. I gained weight, which is obviously going to happen since I was eating the exact same way I was um, as when I did gymnastics and I wasn't working out near as much, you know, because gymnasts have an extremely intensive practice schedule um it's like six days a week you know three to four and a half hours each day and then you know you're generally supposed to be eating like 
pretty healthy. I remember they encouraged us to do that a lot, but they weren't like super strict on us at the level I was at. So I was still, you know, getting my ice cream like three nights a week and eating really bad, but I was still extremely ripped because I was working out all the time and I was just like a little girl. Um, I wasn't really affected by it though. And I lost a lot of muscle and everything. And I just remember my freshman year of high school and like part of my sophomore year of high school, I carried a lot of like that extra weight and I had like lost a lot of muscle, but it was like still kind of there. And I remember, I don't ever remember being unhappy with my body during those times. I just remember thinking how strange it was, how fast your body can change because I had noticed those changes literally like six to eight months, like, you know, after I had quit gymnastics, my body had drastically changed in that amount of time. Um, Whenever I got into 10th grade, though, I started eating a lot healthier. I remember I cut out dairy and it was because my AP biology teacher showed us some video about like the dairy production process and it was really disgusting and it really grossed me out. So I stopped drinking and like having really any dairy for the most part, um, unless it was like the occasional frozen yogurt or something. Um, I started reading a lot more about what isn't, isn't good for you. This is kind of like a year after I started watching YouTube videos and I kind of like watched a lot of like health and fitness type of videos then. And, um, I also around this time in 10th grade, I think it was December of my 10th grade year of high school. I had a personal trainer and he was actually a major league baseball player for the Milwaukee Brewers for like a year or two, I think. But that's besides the point. Anyways, I was training with him for strength and agility for volleyball two to three times a week. And I learned so much about like just general form for working out, like just doing things like squats and lunges and, um, you know, just really constructing workouts in general and like what exercises to do. He, you know, helped us a lot about making healthier choices in our diets and just, you know, taught us a lot of like life lessons and everything. He was honestly a really great mentor and a really great trainer. Um, and he always like really challenged us and he could, he was someone kind of like myself where you see the potential and the people that are around you. He always saw the potential in us and he always pushed us to fulfill that to the best of our ability. Um, and I don't know, throughout that whole time, I felt like I was really encouraged to just pay attention to what kind of like foods I was consuming and how I was you know, just feeding and fueling my body in order to get the best results I could because we were paying for this trainer to help me get higher vertical in volleyball and to make me quicker on the court in volleyball. So in order to like see those results and have the best optimal results, I had to kind of like pay attention to all of that. Um, And some people may think that that like sounds unhealthy and that it's not right and everything. But if you're an athlete, that's kind of like what you do. And it's just part of it. Um, I stopped eating fast food altogether unless it was like after or before volleyball games, like whenever they're chicken nugget trays or something. Um, I only drank water during this time. Like I literally did not drink any other kind of drink. I tracked what I ate on my fitness pal, which is, um, a food tracking app. And it's actually a really great app. I don't use it anymore, but I used it when I had my trainer. And throughout that time when I was using that app, I really learned a lot about like macros and, I learned a lot. I like realized some of the foods I ate, how bad they were for me or not necessarily how bad they were. I hate saying that. Just how they little nutritional value they provided, I guess is the better way to say it. The way we always say it is good versus bad for you, but I feel like that's kind of like taboo and like not the way it should be said. I just realized that a lot of the foods I was eating a lot of the time didn't really have any nutritional value. You know, like I thought that eating 
Special K fruit and yogurt cereal was great for me but then I realized that I was eating like triple the normal serving size and there was actually like a lot of sugar once I was eating that much of it and it didn't really provide any nutritional value if you know what I mean um and our trainer like encouraged us to use it because he was also on the app so it was kind of like an accountability thing and um, I just learned how to make healthier choices in this time I also stopped eating desserts during this time just because I was really focused on like just getting these really good results out of this training program I guess you could call it and I always would just like eat dark chocolate chips out of my fridge and eat a handful anytime I had a craving because before I started working out with this trainer I kid you not I literally ate ice cream like probably three to four nights a week like I just have always loved it so much and I still do but I definitely don't eat it that much now um and I wasn't I'm sitting here saying I cut out all of these things so it probably sounded like I was on a really straight diet I wasn't at all it's just that I stopped eating fast food. I only drink water, which is kind of how I live my life now, but I occasionally eat Chick-fil-A. And then I just pretty much had everything in moderation. Like I probably have like one real dessert a week or every two weeks. And then um, I would eat Chick-fil-A probably like once every two or three weeks because I didn't really like it back then, but that's besides the point. But anyways, throughout this time where I was training, I lost, I don't want to say a ton of weight, but I lost a lot of that weight that I had put on after I quit gymnastics and got really toned. And you guys are probably thinking that I like gained a lot of weight and looked completely different. I really didn't. I was still like in shape for sure because I was playing sports and everything, but it just wasn't the same as it was to the extent when I was doing gymnastics. And I got so toned like during this whole training program and I was so happy with my body and how I felt and I loved seeing the progress I was making and my strength in my agility and workouts and like seeing that I was able to go longer and our conditioning like it was just so awesome to like see myself and feel myself getting stronger and better and getting better on the court as well and for the first time you know I realized how unhealthy I really was my freshman year of high school and how much my body had changed in that two to three years after quitting gymnastics between like the age of like 13 and 15 to 16 which this was really hard for me because I was sitting there so overjoyed and happy with myself and the progress I was making um, on the court and then just as far as my strength goes in general. And I remember I had friends telling me that there were girls and guys saying, you know, like I was too skinny and I had just like lost weight and like lost my curves and I just didn't look as good as I once did. And that really tore me down. I remember at first I just kind of like shook it off and I was like, "Eh, whatever, screw what they think. But deep down, it really got to me and it carried over like kind of into the rest of my life, like up to this point um, where I am now, I would say, just because I didn't think it was true at all. Like I definitely was not too skinny. I had a ton of muscle on my body and, you know, like I was eating really well. I just cut out things that weren't really providing any nutritional value for me. Um, And I hated hearing that I like lost my curves because that's just so messed up to say to like anybody really because if someone is like making their body stronger and better why would you um diminish that for them and tell them that they like lost their curves like I don't know that was just beyond me um and just really tore my self-confidence down after being so proud of the progress I had made and I don't even know like what's true and like who actually said what and if any of that was true but the fact that it was even like brought up to me by other people really did um, kind of tear me down and took away 
I just think it took away a lot of that confidence that I had built up whenever I became really proud of myself. And I quit playing volleyball after my junior year of high school and I wanted to enjoy my senior year. And during my senior year, I would go to the gym maybe two times a week and I only worked out literally legs, butt, and abs. I always knew I had bulkier shoulders and arms from gymnastics and I thought that if I did upper body strength training, it would make it worse which is obviously wrong, and I didn't even know how to really work out my upper body on my own, and I just wanted to enjoy my senior year and was a lot more relaxed with, like, what I ate, and I didn't really work out that much. Like, on a good week, I would work out two or three times a week, and that probably only happened twice a month. Um, So, and that's okay, because I was, you know, living life, enjoying life, Um, but I still definitely was, you know, like, trying to eat things that only like had really good nutritional value for me and you know I of course everything in moderation has kind of been the way I've lived since I was like 15 or 16 um and then fast forward to my freshman year of college all of my eating has kind of been the same throughout college it's been that everything in moderation lifestyle I fulfill a craving when I have it um or I find better alternatives to cravings and that's just kind of how I've always lived but my freshman year was a really hard time for me as you guys know I channeled a lot of my time and energy into working out because that's just kind of like what made me happy and it was something I could spend my time doing. I would work out like two to four times a week, I would say, but I had a gym literally like within a minute walk from my dorm. It was literally right next door to my dorm and I was just trying to take advantage of that, Um, you know, but my freshman year with how picky I was, it was a huge shock to me to learn how to eat because I was in, I had like a kitchenette. I only had you know, a toaster and a micro, or you know what, I don't even think I had a toaster, yeah, I didn't even have a toaster, I just had a microwave and a fridge, so my diet pretty much consisted of Greek yogurt and fruit, um, frozen veggies, microwavable rice, the microwavable Velveeta mac and cheese, salads, sweet potatoes, rice cakes, apples and peanut butter, um, skinny pop, granola bars, fruit snacks, and getting veggie bowls from Chipotle. I didn't really ever like my caloric intake was genuinely so much lower than what it probably should have been and it was not by you know like me saying oh I need to eat less it was just that I was genuinely so picky and I wanted to make healthy choices and um I would eat you know grilled cheeses from our dining halls every now and then but I get tired of those at a point so I just kind of like had a hard time figuring out like what to eat being picky and like trying to eat healthy um so that's kind of just like what I lived off of and I toned up a decent amount that year but um I still wasn't working on my upper body at this point because I just genuinely did not know how besides doing like bicep curls um and I didn't have like I was on like a very 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 tight budget my freshman year and it's not like I could just go eat out whenever I wanted to I literally would use leftover laundry money on my Bama cash card and get Chipotle once a week, and make it last for, like, two or three meals, so that was just, like, the one time a week I would, like, eat out at a restaurant, and I just had to kind of, like, make that last, um, but I kind of let myself, I don't want to say I let myself go between my freshman and sophomore year of college, but during that summer between freshman and sophomore year, I was taking a statistics class at home at my local state college four days a week for two hours a day, and then I would go straight to working as a um, cocktail server and rooftop server that was 30, 45 minutes away from the college I was going to. Um, and I worked five to six days a week doing that. And a lot of times my shift would be like noon to midnight. And, um, I had to do that right after, you know, being in class from like nine to 11. And 
my mom was in the hospital that summer a lot and I didn't really like have time for the gym between the class and like having to take tests almost every week and I the way I ate that summer I would eat a ton of food before I would go into my shift at work because I didn't want to get hungry at work so it was like I would eat like probably 800 to 1000 calories at once and it was like making my own acai bowls with like loaded with peanut butter and like all kinds of protein and some fruits or you know like toast and eggs and like all this stuff and I would just eat all of that go to work I'd get home really late at night and then I would eat that much food kind of again or I would just eat like three bowls of like berry Cheerios or something and it was just not good for me to do that because my eating schedule was really off Um, and I definitely remember like noticing that I was like gaining weight that summer and everything and I was not really making any progress obviously because I wasn't working out. Um, my sophomore year of college, I remember I just did not feel very good about myself at all. I've always carried a lot of my weight on my legs and, um, I did start eating pretty healthy and I like plan, I would plan out my meals every week my sophomore year, like especially in the fall, but I didn't really start working out a lot more until the second semester, um, with one of my friends and I got really, really into it whenever, um, Griff and I went on our break, which is my boyfriend, if you guys didn't know, for a short period of time because going to the gym is just what took my mind off of everything during those like two weeks. And, um, I kind of just stayed in that routine even when we got back together and got toned up, started trying more to work out my arms. And then I had an internship in Houston, um, after, my sophomore year of college and I made it a point to work out like two to three times um, at the gym that was inside of the building that I was at. So I did that and I pretty much, once again, I kind of ate weird. I would eat a ton before I went into work and then I would eat really weird lunches and then I didn't even eat dinner most of the time because I wouldn't be that hungry. And then I pretty much lived off of frozen Trader Joe's meals because I it was my first time having a Trader Joe's near me and I just like lived off of those that whole summer which obviously is not the healthiest thing in the world um and I'm just kind of like walking you guys through every year I hope that's okay (laughs) but then my junior year of college I didn't really work out consistently until the spring I would say and finally started doing more arm workouts because Griffin started really getting into working out um spring I think it was spring of sophomore year maybe I don't really remember if it was spring of sophomore spring of junior year but um he really started working out more and he would help me a lot with figuring out how to work out my arms and everything and since he started getting into working out I tried to go when he did and a lot of times I was just in my apartment gym um and I tried to go around three to four times a week but there were some weeks of course where I didn't really go at all so it wasn't very consistent it was just like I would have one good week a month where I would go three or four times if that makes sense um and then this past summer you guys a lot of you guys probably know all I did was YouTube And I made it a goal at the beginning of summer to work out three to five times a week and learn how to work out all of my muscle groups. That was my specific and measurable and attainable and realistic goal. So that's where working out finally became a habit and part of my routine and kind of got me to where I am now. And I've carried this into my senior year of college and I've been a lot more, I don't want to ever say that I'm like on a diet or have a diet because I totally don't, but during football season and having mono, I have just kind of been eating what I can eat, especially when I was sick. But um, during football season, you tend to eat not as well because, you know, you're drinking more, whatever. 
and I'm currently kind of like trying to get you know like back on track after having mono and everything but I'm really thankful for this past summer and learning how to work out all of my muscle groups instead of just my legs and my butt and my abs and um, making it a routine and a habit to work out. So now that I've gone through kind of like my whole entire process, I'm sorry if that was boring, but that's kind of just how I grew up. That's how it's been. It's as you guys can tell, it's been a very inconsistent um, off and on over the years, really since I was a freshman in high school. Um, It's just gone back and forth. You know, it's always been an effort to implement um, working out as a habit in my lifestyle instead of just saying I'm going to go to the gym. It's always just been like this nonstop and like just always trying to get myself to make it a routine and always failing. Um, You know, it took me committing to it this past summer and not stopping, you know, and doing it for those 21 days in order to make that habit. So um, it was kind of hard because, you know, like once I stopped playing sports after my junior year of high school, you kind of have to learn how to just like do all that workout and conditioning on your own. And it's kind of a shock to your system because you're like, wait, I've always been told what to do and when to run and when to do conditioning and given a time for it. Um, You know, it was like, give me a time and I'd be there. And then now all of a sudden it's like you have all this freedom and you have to carry that discipline over into your life whenever you're not playing sports so that you can develop that healthy lifestyle. Um, So now I'm just going to kind of get into my fitness routine um, and kind of just like my lifestyle, I guess, like just kind of how I live my life as far as like eating goes and working out, um, how I got into the routine of working out, how many times I do it a week, that kind of stuff. So to start off, I just want to put out there, I don't count calories. I don't track my macros. I just try to eat as many whole foods as possible and eliminate as much processed stuff as possible. Yes, I'm human. And a lot of times I am going to eat some cereal or I'm going to eat some ice cream and I'm going to eat Chick-fil-A. But that's just me. I eat everything in moderation. Some weeks are better than others, but that's just me and that's just how I prefer to live my life. I don't like to restrict myself at all because I find that when you're restrictive with your eating, that's usually when things tend to go downhill because you get so restrictive for a period of time that whenever it comes time for you to have a craving and you give in to that craving, you end up overindulging in it and making yourself, you know, just feel bad about yourself or like a lot of times, you know, if I, I remember there was like this one specific time, like my sophomore year of high school, like where I was eating really healthy for like probably two or three weeks. And then it was, I don't know what it was with the week. Maybe it was like my birthday week or something, but I had so much like cake and ice cream within one week. And I just literally remember feeling my stomach just couldn't take it because I had gotten my body accustomed to eating healthy. And then it was like, I just overindulged on all of this, you know, cake and ice cream. And I felt so sick because I wasn't used to eating that. And I feel like just having everything in moderation and kind of just being conscious of what you choose to eat and what you choose, um, to kind of implement into your eating lifestyle, I guess you would say, being conscious of all of that and, you know, choosing when you want to have a cheat meal and everything is a lot more effective, in my opinion, than having any kind of restrictive diet that restricts you from eating enough protein or fats or carbs and um, ends up ending in you overindulging. And I just, I used to eat a lot of processed foods, I would say, because it was just easier for me in college, but I would eat like healthier alternatives of processed foods, but that doesn't take away the fact that they're processed. And then once I realized that I had like not as much energy and they were just, it was just wearing me down and I didn't know why I was so worn down all the time. I kind of realized cause I was, that I was just eating a lot of 
foods that I thought were healthy just because, you know, they didn't have that much sugar or they were a healthier alternative to a snack that I would normally be eating. But then I realized that they didn't really have any nutritional value and they weren't giving me anything other than just empty calories. So I don't, back to what I was saying, I don't count calories and I just try to eat foods in their whole form and as many whole foods as I possibly can. I pay most attention to sodium and sugar when it comes to like buying things at the store, but I try to shop the perimeter of stores more often. I'm sure you guys have heard that with grocery stores. It's best to just shop the perimeter of stores because that's where the most fresh and healthiest and whole foods are because the middle of the store is where all the processed and junky kind of foods are. Um, But I, I find, you know, everybody's body is different, but for me, what my body likes best and what works best for me as far as like energy, um, bloating and feeling my best goes, I have to limit my sodium and added sugar. And that's just how I am. And that's how I've always paid attention to it since I was in high school with sodium and sugar. So with that being said, yes, I eat processed food sometimes and take out and have a cheat meal or two a week and generally have some sort of dessert like once a week. Um, like I literally had a pint of Ben and Jerry's half-baked Frodo tonight because it was Friday night and I was like, I literally just want some so bad. And, you know, I got the Froyo version of the Ben and Jerry's because it's a little bit lighter on my stomach. But, um, you know, just having those cheat meals and having those desserts is okay. Like it's genuinely fine. And I like living my life in a way where I have that flexibility, where I enjoy eating healthy because I make a choice to eat healthy, but I also make a choice to satisfy my cravings when I have them, but I make sure to do it in moderation. Um, I try not to really eat past 9 p.m. just because I don't sleep as well when I eat later. And um, the kind of, I guess, my structure for dinner, this is like, I feel like this is all over the place, but my structure for dinner, I try to typically have like a protein, vegetable, and carb, and then um, sometimes I'll have like, you know, like a healthy fat or whatever. But as far as carbs go, you know, like just rice, sweet potatoes, potatoes, quinoa, couscous, that kind of thing, and then vegetables. I really like to just roast asparagus, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, peppers, mushrooms, you know, that kind of deal. And then for protein, I get go in like waves with chicken and stuff. Like sometimes I'm really grossed out by it, sometimes I really like it. Um, so when I'm feeling like it, I'll make chicken. Um, I normally just season it and like cook it in a skillet or I'll eat like fish, make ground turkey, that kind of thing. Um, and I have like really expanded my taste buds a lot during college because I used to like hate a lot of the foods I just listed and now I eat them and I don't know. I've just been trying to, I always try to have that kind of structure to my dinner. So as far as me working out goes, I generally work out now three to five times a week. It just depends on, you know, how many tests I have and how busy I am. Like this week, it was only three times, but it was also my first time um, in a month working out. So I've been really, really sore all week because I went pretty hard. I probably should have eased into it a little bit more, but I just kind of like did what I was doing when I left off. Um, And I don't have a specific time of the day that I work out. Like I know a lot of people will work out at the same time every day. Um, But I don't, don't do that just because every day is truly different for me. Having a you know, YouTube channel and having that as work. Sometimes I have like these really busy slammed weeks where I have a lot of YouTube work to get done and I just kind of have to go to the gym whenever I need a break and need to take time for it. So I don't have a specific time of the day, but usually I go around the same time of day each day of the week. So like Mondays, I normally go around the same time. Tuesdays, I normally go around the same time. 
And then, you know, like Wednesdays that go around the same time, Thursdays around the same time, Sundays, that kind of thing. I generally never go to the gym on Saturdays and um, Wednesdays just because Wednesday my class schedule is really weird and then Saturdays it's usually football. So, for example, Tuesdays I'm in class or on campus from 9.30 to 3. So I normally come home and then around 3.30 or 4 I'll go to the gym. And then I do that like every Tuesday usually. So that's just an example of that. And the way... I structure my workouts. I don't dedicate certain days to certain workouts. Like I know some people will be like, Tuesdays are leg days and then like Thursdays is the upper body, that kind of thing. I don't do that just because some days I will work out on Thursday and some weeks I won't and then some weeks I'll work out on Friday and then the other weeks I won't. So it's not consistent for me. I just make sure I at least go three times a week. Um, Usually whenever I'm like in full health, I would say I usually make sure I go four times a week. But right now, I'm giving myself some grace with three times a week since I'm getting back into it. But what I normally do is I'll do one day of legs and butt. And I don't do the same workout every time. I will switch out some exercises, but there are some things that I always make sure I do. Like I always make sure I do some kind of variation of squats. Not necessarily on a squat rack, but I always make sure I do some kind of squats and deadlifts. And um, I kind of try to switch out exercises with hamstrings and quad muscles so like if I did a leg workout this week that was very quad heavy next week I'm going to do a leg workout that's a little bit more hamstring heavy if that makes sense Um, and not necessarily next week this week because sometimes it'll be within the same week but the next time I do legs I guess I should say and then one day I'll do back and biceps and then one day I'll do a little bit of chest which normally only consists of like two or three exercises and then shoulders and triceps. And I don't ever really do cardio. Sometimes I do it for a warm-up or a cool-down for 5 to 10 minutes. Like, um, the only things I do really are, like, stair climber or walking on a treadmill at, like, the full incline and a speed of 3. So that's generally all I really do. Um, And I do abs every now and then. I used to do them a lot more than I do now, which I think is really weird. I used to do abs every single time I worked out before I had a consistent routine of working out and now I literally only do them probably like once every like two weeks and I feel like I don't do them as much because I'm always engaging my abs in my workouts which kind of tones them in itself like whenever I'm doing shoulder exercises or arm exercises or leg exercises I always make sure to engage my core so that it gets that strength too in that workout and um as far as like reps and weight go um I try to I tend to do more reps and less weights and gradually increase the weight as I feel myself getting stronger and things getting easier so that's kind of the breakdown of how I schedule my workouts and um you know what I do on what day and that kind of thing and I just kind of rotate through that schedule so like once I like this week for example on Sunday I did um shoulders chest and triceps Tuesday I did legs and butt and then Thursday I did um back and biceps so then the next time I'll work out I'll be doing um back or (laughs) the next time I work out I'll be doing shoulders and chest and triceps again and sometimes I split it up a little bit more like I may do like just a biceps and triceps day um but generally that's how I group the workouts and if you're wondering which I feel like this is how like a lot of the questions that like a lot of people normally have for me like, where do I get my workouts from? How do I start as a beginner? Like, how did I get started in the gym? How did I overcome, you know, being scared in the gym and all that kind of stuff? I get all of my workouts from Instagram. I have saved collections on my Instagram for each muscle group. 
So for example, you know how you can like save posts? I save posts to one collection um, that are all legs and butt. And then I have another one that's, you know, like all back and biceps. And then another one that's like all shoulders. And then another one that's like all chest, all triceps. You guys get the gist. Um, workout pages that I really like. There's Rachel Alexandra Fit. Um, I really like Nat B Fit, which is N-A-T-T-B and then Fit. Uh, Whitney Simmons is great. Ashley Jordan and Michaela Anissa. Um, they're all really, really great, but you could really just like look up like fitness Instagrams and probably like find plenty if you just like search that. But those are just ones that I like kind of came across and I literally, every time I post a workout on my Instagram feed, I will, the first thing I do is like it and then I save it to whatever collection it belongs to. And then before I go to the gym, I try to just kind of like go through the workouts and figure out what I want to do. And that's kind of like a really good place for you guys to start. So if, you know, whenever you're first going to the gym, I think the best thing to do is kind of like find yourself a corner in the gym and just kind of start off by doing a few exercises that you feel confident and comfortable with to kind of build your confidence. And then as you feel comfortable, you can start making your way to the machines. And for me, I literally just watch how the girls do it in the machines, but a lot of the stuff I do is free weight. I really don't use that many machines at all. Um, The only time I really use machines, I feel like, is like cable machines And if anything, just ask someone how to use it. Like everyone has to start somewhere. So it's totally okay to like ask someone that's next to you in the gym or to ask a worker at the gym how to work something because you don't want to hurt yourself trying to function the machine and embarrass yourself further just because you didn't ask. And you also want to make sure you're doing the exercise correctly so that you don't hurt yourself. Um, So a lot of times I won't really follow the Instagram workouts to a T because what they'll do is I'll put like five or six different exercises together and say how many times I did each thing. But I honestly don't think I've ever followed a single one of them for every single workout. I normally just pick and choose from different ones and then just kind of make my own workout out of every one's. Um, And a lot of times I forget to like go through and do that before I go to the gym. So I kind of just look at it while I'm at the gym when I'm resting between sets. But the more you go to the gym, you'll get an idea of what workouts you do on each day. And then you'll just kind of think of them and you'll instantly um, remember to do them Um, so that's just kind of how I get my workouts and where I get them from and you can also find some from YouTube but I just like having them on my phone and having them saved on Instagram because I can easily access them and pull them out and this has truly just absolutely changed the way working out is for me because it gives me new workouts to try out all the time since they're constantly posting content so a I don't get bored and I'm never doing the exact same workouts and b I can reference it while I'm at the gym and pay attention to their form and what they're doing And if I forget, you know, exactly how I'm supposed to be moving, I can just pull it up really quickly. And if I feel like I need to be doing more at the gym and I should put some more workouts in, I can easily just pull them up. Another question I get a lot is if I use like supplements and I do use pre-workout and branch chain amino acids, uh, also known as BCAAs. So pre-workout, I always use, if it's after 4 p.m., I'll only use half of a scoop just because I don't want that much caffeine in my system after 4 p.m., Alani New is my absolute favorite brand because it doesn't give me any like jittery or anxious feeling unless I haven't ate in a couple hours um, and which a lot of times I normally make sure I eat before I go to the gym so I have the energy but they do have a new pre-workout that is caffeine free called Alani New Pump I believe and I really want to try that out because it's just like natural energy um, but I really like pre-workout because I, I do truly feel that it helps me stay focused during my workout and get more reps in and 
um, increase my weight. I just feel like I'm so much more zoned in. And having that little jolt of caffeine right before I go is just like really motivating to get me to go. And it makes me look forward to working out because it all tastes really good. My favorite flavors are probably Hawaiian shaved ice and pineapple, but I have Witch's Brew right now. And it's basically like caramel sour apple. And it is seriously so good. And then for BCAAs, once again, Alani New is my favorite brand. They just have the best flavors. And my favorite flavor by far is the sour gummy one. It tastes like the pink and blue sour gummy worms. And branched chain amino acids, if you don't know what they are, they basically help with muscle recovery. Um, So like your soreness and then muscle hydration and endurance. And I drink it during my workout, but you can also drink it after. Um, I truly, truly, truly notice a difference when I use these. I used to think it was literally a mental thing and totally a scam because I finished using my first um, container of BCAAs. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to repurchase them. I just don't feel like spending $40 on them. So I'm not going to repurchase them and I'll be fine without them because I don't really think they do anything anyways. Let me tell you, for the two weeks I didn't have those BCAAs, I was so much more sore than when I was when I was taking them and I was doing pretty much the same workouts. So I definitely know they help my body. But like, for example, this week I worked out and I was drinking them and I've been extremely sore all week, but I also just went so hard in the gym after not working out at all for a month. So um, in that case, yes, you're still going to be sore, but as far as like working out every single week, your muscle recovery, um, I feel like is optimized and sped up a lot faster whenever you have those BCAAs. So now into the final segment, which is just about getting started, making healthier choices, and finding time for fitness in your routine. Um, I kind of just want to have this be motivation for you guys. I had you guys ask me questions on the Gen Z Girl podcast Instagram page, and instead of doing like a whole segment at the end, I've just kind of implemented y'all's questions throughout the episode, so I feel like I'm kind of answering everything as I go, Um, and I just feel like it flows better that way. So as far as getting started goes, I think the biggest thing is to figure out your why and what makes you want to live a healthier lifestyle. You will truly never commit to living a healthier lifestyle and eating healthier and going to the gym more if you don't have a goal for yourself um, that changes as you get better. You know, what what is that goal for you? You want Are you wanting to work out because seeing progress makes you feel good? Because it helps you mentally relieve stress? Is it like a fun hobby for you? Do you like feeling strong? Um, just don't, 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 I cannot emphasize this enough. Do not work out solely to like look good because you will likely spiral into a situation of never being happy with the way you look and constantly looking for imperfections instead of recognizing your progress. This is something that happened to me and it is horrible. Um, I feel like when I first started working out this past summer, I was mainly working out like I was wanting to work out because I was wanting to implement it into my daily routine. But at the very beginning, I was so focused on looking good and it kind of turned into the situation where I was, my main goal was to look good. So instead of recognizing the progress I was making, I was constantly looking for imperfections that I felt were that didn't look good on me, if that makes sense. So for all, like for the love of God, like please just do not work out just because you want to look good because it's not a healthy mindset to have and it's not a reason that you should just be throwing yourself into the gym like it needs to be bigger than that and um you just have to figure out that your why and you know watch youtube videos to get you inspired you find fitness accounts you like and that you vibe well with a lot of them are super inspirational like the girls i follow all post really motivational and relatable stories and everything so i highly recommend them um but i just 
really hope you guys can like figure out what it is that, you know, like, why do you want to do that? Do you want to just live a healthier lifestyle? Do you want to feel better about yourself? Do you want to feel better inside? Like, do you just, are you tired of the way you eat makes you feel? I mean, what is it for you? Um, and just start small. Don't feel pressure to use a lot of weight in the gym. Don't feel pressure to just hop on every single machine. I don't use a lot of machines personally. And don't be afraid to ask someone how to use equipment. Like I said, everyone starts somewhere. Um, just definitely be careful about form because I don't want any of you guys getting hurt or anything. And another thing is to like wear what makes you feel good in the gym. Um, it really increases your confidence. And I feel if you can put yourself in your most confident situation and self in the gym, I feel like you will perform the best and it will make you want to go back more. So for me, I used to like wear just like these old gym clothes that I had had since like literally high school, didn't really match, was pretty much like cut off t-shirts, like cut off like shoulder cut off, not like crop top t-shirts. Yeah, like freaking tragic, I know. Cut off t-shirts and like shorts or leggings that didn't even really fit me that well and I would wear that to the gym and I just never really felt confident so I just didn't really like going to the gym because I felt like I was very vulnerable and not in a confident state but now that like I've been going to the gym and like I found athletic wear that I like which I really really like Gymshark the most for working out and Fabletics I know that if I wear that stuff I'm gonna feel a lot more confident going into the gym and feeling confident in the gym helps me perform better which in turn makes me want to come back As far as motivation goes, um, you need to know what inspires you and make sure you listen to that. Look at it, do it, whatever, every single day. You know, like whatever it is that inspires you, you need to make sure that you're making that something that you pay attention to in your everyday life. Honestly, I find that I struggle the most with motivation when I didn't have a routine and when working out was not a part of my lifestyle. Um, before I was going three to four times a week and I, whenever I was just kind of spontaneously going when I found the time and when I felt like it, which normally meant like two or three, maybe four times a month, um, that's when I struggled the most with finding motivation. Um, I feel like now that it's a part of my lifestyle and my weekly routine to go three to five times a week, I feel like I am never like not motivated to go to the gym just because it's part of what I do it's something that I expect to do each week it's something that I have created for myself into my lifestyle like it's no longer this goal I'm trying to reach of going every single week it's just this part of my lifestyle that is literally a part of me now so I don't really feel like I have that lack of motivation anymore sure there are some days when I just am really exhausted and I just want to lay on the couch and watch movies instead of go to the gym or something of that sort but that's totally normal but as far as like getting myself to go that like every single week I think that I don't have motivation probably once every like three weeks to go to the gym but obviously if I was going to the gym every day I think I would not have motivation more often but I don't think it's realistic to go every day I think it's really important to make sure you rest your body um but that's just kind of my opinion I feel like once it's a part of your routine and if you're going um that set amount of time that you've set a goal for for yourself each week you don't really ever have that lack of motivation because it just becomes part of your lifestyle after you've done it for 21 days. And like everyone knows, it takes 21 days to make a habit. So this summer when I chose to create the habit of working out and implementing it into my routine, um, when I was the least busy, it was so great because since all I was doing was YouTube, I didn't really, I couldn't really make any excuses for myself. And it was really I'm so thankful that I chose to do that this past summer because I chose to do it when I was the least 
busy so that it would already be a habit when I got to college and was so much busier. So if you have a week that's a lot less busier than others, I would encourage you to try to start during that not so busy week so that you can start developing that habit early on and you don't have to really, um, you know, try to start implementing this habit whenever your life is chaotic at the moment. Um, and you don't have to go every day. Like I said, just make it a point to try and exercise in some form or another, at least three to four times a week. And your body and mind will start to crave it after three weeks. Literally guys, three weeks is all it takes. I know it sounds like a lot if you haven't done it yet, but I promise you if you can find someone to hold you accountable and if you can get through it after that three weeks, your body and your mind are going to crave it and you are not going to want to stop and it is going to become a part of your lifestyle and your routine. And I promise you, you will feel so much better, not only because you have achieved your goal of making it a part of your lifestyle, but because you are doing something to better yourself physically and mentally three to four times a week, five times a week, however many times you're going. And that is truly incredible. And you can gradually increase how many times you go as time goes on. You don't have to start out going three to four times a week. You can start going two to three times a week and then build it up as the weeks go on. As far as making healthy choices go, I think that eliminating soda is a big one just because drinking your calories is never that great. I try not to really drink alcohol that often. Um, I am in college, so like obviously some weeks I drink more than others, but I really have not drank that much this semester at all for being a senior, I feel like. Um, And I try to drink only water, but I am a sucker for lemonade. So sometimes I do drink lemonade, but that's just like one of those drinks that I like to treat myself with. Um, But just try to drink a lot of water. Drinking a lot of water is good for your skin. Um, Obviously, it's important for your body to be hydrated and you rest better whenever you're really hydrated and you work out better when you're really hydrated. So that's just really important. Um, And making healthy choices, just try to eat as many foods in their natural whole forms as possible. Um, and pay attention to what makes you feel good. I'm not going to sit here and tell you what to eat and what not to eat because we're all different. Um, you know, we all have different cravings. Our bodies are all going to react differently to different foods, but I do know that in general, if you can eat as many whole foods as possible and limit the processed things, you're going to feel better and it's going to be better for you. And I truly think that, um, having, you know, and everything in moderation lifestyle, um, really does show because you can work out as much as you know like someone that is a competitive bodybuilder you could work out seven days a week really really hard and eat like crap and you're not really going to see that great of results because so much of it has to do with how you're eating um for me I really like to just kind of implement healthy alternatives so like if I'm like craving something I'm like am I actually craving this or am I just thirsty or am I just wanting to eat something right now because I'm bored and I'm just kind of hungry In that case, I just try to, like, make sure I, you know, have, like, my healthy snacks that I like and stuff. You know, like, eating an apple and peanut butter with dark chocolate chips for dessert instead of eating a bowl of ice cream. Or you can, like, mix up Greek yogurt, peanut butter, and vanilla extract, and it's kind of, like, a really good fruit dip. Um, You can blend frozen bananas um, and just add a couple dark chocolate chips. Can you tell I like dark chocolate chips? Um, And that's kind of, like, banana and ice cream. I'm sure you guys have heard of that make sure you're eating all three meals breakfast is so important to kickstart your metabolism for the day I love breakfast it's my favorite favorite meal I freaking hate lunch I don't know what it is I just don't like lunch foods that much and um just make sure you're eating all three meals so that you can just have that good metabolism going 
um, and allow yourself to satisfy your cravings, but be able to recognize, you know, when you're just bored and thinking about it because you saw a commercial about it or think about just know when you're actually craving something, I guess is what I should say. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, I really want some cookies. And I'm like, okay, I think I really want cookies because I want to take a picture of the cookies. Like, you know what I'm talking about, like the little holiday ones that have the like little printed things on them. I'm like, oh, I just want to take a picture of them because they're so cute for like the Christmas aesthetic or whatever. And I'm like, do I really want to eat those and feel horrible after because they're so sugary and they make my stomach hurt just so I can take a picture of them? No, that's not worth it. That's not a real craving. I do crave ice cream a lot though. And I will say that I have gotten so good about like recognizing when I really want it and when I'm just like, oh, I'm bored. I'd like to eat some ice cream. Um, So just like thinking about things, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, One thing that I do that I do feel like is really helpful is I think about how I'll feel after the fact of eating something. Like I will remind myself, like, for example, I freaking love French fries. Like Chick-fil-A French fries are so good. McDonald's French fries are so good. But if I sit there and think about how I feel after I eat french fries, they make me feel really just like bloated and lethargic because of like all the oils and fats and stuff. And when I think about how I feel after I eat it, it keeps me from eating them a lot of the time. Sometimes I'm like, I don't freaking care. Just give me the french fries. But other times I'm like, you know what? I don't really want to feel that way tonight, so I'm not going to eat them. So I think thinking about thinking about how things make you feel Um, before you eat them can really help you make healthier decisions and one last thing about like making healthy choices I think it's really important to like pay attention to your portions and serving sizes this is something that I really didn't start doing until this year I used to just eat you know like straight out of the bag of chips or straight out of the bag of popcorn and not pay attention to the portions and serving sizes and thinking that I was making a healthy choice because I was eating whatever it was But then I realized that I ate like quadruple the serving size and I was like, okay, now I'm just overindulging in this thing. Um, And that can really like, it can add up because I felt like I never paid attention to it with any kind of food, Um, especially like cereal, I think is my big thing. I've always been obsessed with cereal. I love cereal. So good, whatever cereal it is. And like, I love all the variations of Cheerios and Special K, all the sugary cereals, but I tend to, if I buy cereal, I really only get like the special K's or the Cheerios or something, but I would literally eat like a huge bowl of them and the serving size is generally like one third of a cup. Um, So I thought that eating the cereal for dessert was fine, but then I was like, I would have been just the same if I would have just ate some ice cream instead after all the sugar I just put in my body from eating like quadruple the serving size of cereal. Um, and it's okay to do that. Like I literally had a huge bowl of cereal like two days ago. Like it's fine. I'm just saying like doing that every day does add up. And if you can pay attention to those serving sizes, it does help. Okay. Now into like this deep part that just really hits home, just body image and confidence in general. Um, I will be the first to admit that I have always been too critical on myself. My biggest insecurity has always been my legs. I feel like I've always carried, like whenever I've gained weight um, in a season of life where I just haven't been working out as much or eating as healthy, um, you know, the weight always goes straight to my legs and in my face, I feel like, especially like my upper thighs and hamstrings. And it's just where I carry my weight, you know, like everyone carries it differently. And I used to have a very perfectionist mindset with my body. Um, thinking it needed to like look and be perfect in my own eyes and that I needed to maintain this body of 
the 15-year-old me that was doing personal training and playing club and school volleyball and doing personal training three times a week and eating really healthy of a 15-year-old. And now I'm 21, almost 22, and I have a more womanly body as opposed to the little teenager body I used to have. I was holding myself to a standard, I would say, up until early this year of that 15-year-old version of myself. Um, And I was just like, why can't I look that way again? Um, When in reality, like, that's just not even attainable anymore. And I didn't ever really, like, I feel like I didn't compare myself to others that often because I have always just been my own biggest critic. So I was always comparing myself to myself and how I had been before. Um... It's just that I got upset if my body didn't really look the way it once did in high school or if it didn't look right in certain clothes or in certain swimsuits. But in reality, up until I would say halfway through this summer, all along I, not all along because some of the working out I was doing was obviously for sports and stuff, but really since the junior year of high school, I have been working out and trying to have like this healthy fitness and health lifestyle for the wrong reasons. It was to try and have this perfect body in my own eyes. Now I work out because it makes me feel so dang good and it helps me relieve so much stress. It feels so incredibly good to, you know, go up and wait on my bicep curls and like see myself getting stronger and see my little bicep coming in and see myself getting toned and just my body getting so strong and I'm just like addicted to seeing that progress and I'm so addicted to the way it feels to just do better in the gym and like set those goals for myself and achieving them feels so good. It's just like another one of those areas in life where you can set goals and achieve them and it just makes you feel really good to accomplish those things. Like no matter what it is in life, if you're setting goals somewhere and achieving them, it makes you feel so good and it's such a big confidence booster. And in turn, not only am I like achieving all of these goals and becoming you know, more confident in my ability to set goals and reach them for myself, I'm making myself feel better about myself because I'm happy with my own the way I look in my own skin, which is not what it's all about, but I'm happy with how I look and how I feel and just I'm happy with where I'm at in my fitness journey. And I just love doing it now that it's a part of my everyday routine but at the end of the day I just want to emphasize that you're beautiful the way you are being a certain weight or having a certain waist size boob size butt size certain curves whatever it is it literally does not matter every single body is different and unique and it's so beautiful to me that no two bodies are exactly the same like that's just so incredible that no two people look the exact same and like we're all so unique and have just something different and something so uniquely beautiful about ourselves and we all have something different to offer you know you don't have to look a certain way be a certain way um fit into certain clothes or sizes it's not about any kind of number on a scale or number on a tag it is literally just about how you feel at the end of the day and that's what you have to be doing this fitness journey and this health journey for is how you feel at the end of the day You know, you need to be doing what makes you feel beautiful and makes you feel your best because I truly feel that the more you take care of yourself and do things that make you feel more confident and better about yourself and just better on the inside, it spills over into other areas of your life because it's increasing your self-esteem and your confidence and that just kind of overflows into other areas of your life and you just overall become a happier person. You know, there's no specific body shape or body type 
that possesses more value over another just because of the way it looks. You know, I'm the heaviest weight right now that I've ever been. I'm around 138, 140 pounds, but I'm also my strongest I've ever been and I've never felt better. When I'm not working out, I get critical of my body because I hate the thought of losing progress um, and I see my body completely differently when I'm working out. And that's just something I'll always have to be working on mentally. You know, having things said about me and my body in high school put me in a position of that perfectionist mindset with my body. And that's when it all kind of started for me, like what I was talking about earlier. Once I realized people were talking about the way I looked, I started becoming a perfectionist with how I looked and I wanted to make sure I looked a certain way. And I just don't think that that's right. And it put me in a position where I would judge my body because others were, you know, was I really too skinny? Did I not have enough curves? Was I too ripped and too toned? Whatever it was, I was never critical of myself before that and how I looked. And from that point on, it changed me because I started being critical of my looks and my body image. So don't let what anyone has to say about you and the progress you're making or the progress you're not making affect you because at the end of the day, it's all about how you feel And, you know, it is your journey and not anyone else's. And if they have the audacity to judge you for trying to better yourself, then that just shows who they are as a person. And I'm definitely at my healthiest mindset with my body right now because I feel like I'm kind of overcoming and getting past that whole perfectionist mindset, like I said. But that was a battle I had to face, you know, for five or six years of my life because, you know, a few people saying those things put me in a position where... I went from not really caring what other people thought and being happy with my body no matter how I looked as long as I felt good to being a perfectionist and being over obsessive with the way I looked and working out for the wrong reasons. And now I'm getting into working out for the right reasons and having a healthy lifestyle for the right reasons. And I'm now in a place where I feel like I'm not as critical on myself. I do have my bad days for sure where I'm too hard on myself. Um, but you know, I have to remember that I've come so far from where I once was when I was in high school, um, and early college, whenever I had that perfectionist mindset. Um, and I just want to say if you're overly critical of your body and you're always looking for something wrong with it, or always thinking it looks one way or another, you know, seek help if you need it. Um, you know, body dysmorphia is a real thing. I do, I don't want to like sit here and like use the term lightly, but I do think I have, I have it and had it to an extent, honestly, um, through a lot of college and late in high school, because I've always thought I was like so much bigger or just so much, I don't know. Like I've just always seen my body so much worse than I know it is. And I'm in a position now where I don't feel that way, but I've experienced it in the past. And I just want to tell you that like, I know how it feels and I relate, but if it gets to a point where you're just getting obsessive with it and, you know, you're always trying to find something to criticize yourself about, seek help, you know, if you need it. Recognize that and talk to someone about it. Don't let it eat you alive because for me, it did get a little obsessive at times, but never to the point of like changing my eating habits or anything like that. I would just get in these swings where I was just like, I am literally so fat and like I literally was not and never have been at all. Um, And it was so wrong of me to think that way, but I just got so obsessive over it. And I eventually realized, you know, I'm my own worst critic and I had to learn how to be confident in who I am and detach my self-worth and value from my body image because I am not defined by the way I look. I'm not defined by a number on a scale. I'm not defined by a number on a tag. Like I said, like I am defined by, you know, who I intrinsically am and, 
you know, what I have to offer in this world and who I am to other people. It has nothing to do with like the size and shape of my body or any kind of number on a scale or what size clothes I wear. And I just had to detach my self-worth and value from my body image because I had them connected and I felt like my happiness and well-being and self-worth was highly dependent for a long time on how I felt about my body and the way I looked. Um, I learned instead to be grateful for all the incredible things my body can do and train my body, my mind to see my body in a new light and began to praise the amazing things that my body can do because I realized that being critical of my body did nothing but hurt me. You know, it always caused me to look for my downfalls or flaws and it was a never ending cycle of trying to find something wrong with myself or my body Um, and finding something to criticize. So I had to learn how to change my mindset and I trained my mind to praise my body instead. Because when you're constantly looking for something wrong with yourself, you develop a habit of doing that. And even if there is nothing wrong for yourself, you're going to be sitting there looking for it, if you know what I mean. But if you can recognize that you have that mindset and train your body or train your mind instead to think another way, I talk about training your mind a lot in my podcast and it's because I truly believe that if you can recognize a bad habit you have, and, you know, personally take the action mentally to get rid of those, you know, bad habits mentally and think of positive things rather than negative things. You can cognizantly do that and consciously do that and really alter your life because of the way you're changing the way you think. So instead, I started, you know, recognizing, hey, my legs are getting stronger. You know, like I can see some muscle definition in my arms. That's awesome. And I started appreciating growing into a woman's body that's going to hopefully bear a child one day and rather than, you know, like a teenager's body that was going through puberty instead of comparing myself to that body. You know, like I'm sitting here trying to praise myself for the amazing things my body can do and the, the amazing things it's done for me, the amazing sports I've played and how strong I am now and how much stronger I can get And, you know, not everyone can change their mindset on their own. And it's okay if you need to get help to, you know, get out of a critical and perfectionist mindset with your body. I just happened to recognize at the right time that it was doing nothing but making things worse in my life. And I got to a point where I was just at rock bottom and I was absolutely sick of always trying to find something wrong with myself and my body. And I realized that my body image would only change if I made an effort to make that change in my head and shift my mindset. So I hope all of that made sense, but that's just kind of like my final spiel on where I've been in that kind of journey and how it's affected me and where I am now. And I truly can sit here and say, like I literally cry because I'm so proud of myself and how far I have come just as far as like my mentality with working out goes, my mentality with body image, self-esteem and confidence, um, my ability to develop discipline to go every week after trying to do that for like five or six years like I'm so proud of myself to get to this point and literally all it takes is three weeks you guys I encourage you guys to devote yourself to something even if fitness and working out is not your thing I hope this motivated you to try to build some new healthy habit in your life like I said it literally takes 21 days and that's all you need I hope this episode was helpful for you guys and I hope you guys really enjoyed it it's super highly requested and I try to cover all the bases I also want to let you guys know if you wanted to know more information about like specific like workout leggings and Gymshark sets and um, products and shoes and music and all that kind of stuff that I use 
I have a video on my YouTube channel from this summer that's my all-time fitness favorites and I kind of literally go through everything like as far as like favorite workouts equipment um you know workout sets and active wear and all that kind of stuff and music and supplements and I kind of walk you guys through everything that I love so if that's what you're looking for that video is on my YouTube channel but I wanted this one to be a lot more deep and about reasonings for working out and body confidence self-esteem and you know how I got to where I am today because I feel like this is something that I just never took the time to talk about on my YouTube channel because I knew it would take too long to talk about because it's literally been a part of my life for a long time and a lot of people you know I'm very fortunate to have grown up and um, I'm very thankful that I was able to do gymnastics like I'm very thankful that you know my parents found a way to make it work for me to do gymnastics even if it wasn't the most financially feasible thing for us to be doing as a family at the moment um and I'm forever grateful for that because I learned so much from gymnastics like discipline wise and um just the sports I played in general I'm just really grateful that I started at a young age and that I kind of um developed that you know healthy lifestyle and um eating well and paying attention to what I was eating early in high school because a lot of people don't really try and do that until later on. So I am really thankful for that. And I feel like my story is a little bit different just because it started a lot earlier. Um, but I obviously started a lot earlier for tons of reasons. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Be sure to leave me a review and, um, definitely follow the Gen Z girl podcast on Instagram at Gen Z girl podcast. So you guys can just, you know, keep up with everything and, uh, submit questions when you have them or topic suggestions or anything of that sort. And um, there's also a Facebook group, if you guys did not know, which a lot of people like the page, like the actual page on Facebook, but it's a group, not a page, and it's a private group. So you just have to answer three questions, and I'll let you in as long as you answer them and answer them right. And, you know, you can self-promote to an extent in there and then um, ask questions and network and everything. So I've really been loving the Facebook group and everything. You guys are great. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day or night whenever you're listening to this. And definitely let me know your thoughts on this episode. I'm sorry if it was a little bit all over the place, but I just had a lot to say and tried to say it in the most structured way I could. But thank you so much for listening. I love you guys, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.